0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Humanity First, and uh, our weekly po- podcast of things going on at BAMSI. And this week, we have a couple of very special guests, and uh, actually a trio of us um, who are uh, getting ready to run the Falmouth Road Race. So we have Jim Jill Conlon, a regular best, uh, guest on our show. Hi, Jill. How are you doing? And Ed Caballon, who is the chair of our board. Hi, Ed.
1: Hello. Hello, everyone. Thanks for ch- tuning in.
0: And i should also mention we do have another runner in the in the road race which happens uh on the 21st of august so not far away less than three weeks um and uh, that is david ebenezer who is a board member of us as well so let's kick off with the falmouth road race a, a lot of people know this race it has um, a special place in the law of running I think in Massachusetts probably second only to the to the Boston Marathon I would say in terms of events that can raise money and and, and have a high profile um, and I'm going to start with Ed because Ed is our veteran of the uh, Falmouth Road Race I believe Ed that this will be the ninth ninth consecutive year that you've run Falmouth <clears throat> and so um why were you first attracted to Falmouth? I I know you're a marathon runner as well but this this race is uh considerably slower but I hear a lot more hilly or as hilly as Boston. why
1: Falmouth for you? Uh I I just believe in what Falmouth does Peter I think you know as an as an organization committed to uh nonprofits and agencies across the um the commonwealth um you know they do a great job with pulling together runners of all Different abilities uh, to run the Falmouth Road race uh, and raise money for the respective organizations. Um, it does have a Boston Marathon feel because the race, the course is lined with folks cheering and uh, you know, really giving energy to the runners as they go through the seven mile course, which is hilly uh all throughout. Um, it ends on a pretty big hill, which is uh which is tough, a very familiar, very reminiscent of Heartbreak Hill uh during the Boston Marathon. But um, I, I just feel like it's a, it's a great partner organization for BAMSI. And I think the more we can continue to partner with the Falmouth road race organization, um, and grow our runners, um, you know, I think it's a, it's, it will continue to be a great source of fundraising and philanthropy for the agency for years to come.
0: Yeah, I think, I think they have been great partners and, and probably more than Boston. Um, you know, there are obviously when when one runs Boston, there are qualifiers. And if you're a qualifier, you know, you don't have to raise money, but really, Falmouth is the majority um, uh, fundraising, isn't it? When you think about uh, the number of bibs and the number of organizations. And, and those bibs are fairly uh, sought after, aren't they? For uh, non agencies, and we've been pretty fortunate to get four this year. But I agree with you. I think it. I think the idea of expanding that is is great. Um, you know, and we we have been fundraising for the past two or three months uh as uh four of us and um i've had um i've had quite a few um nice messages from people that i haven't seen in an awful long time saying aren't you too old to be doing that <laughs> which might well be the case um and the and the idea of it being um 90 something degrees uh in the morning though i guess I, I i would add uh which will mitigate that a little bit um but the fun aspect i think of it is something that i'm re- really looking forward to that sort of notion that um, you're you're running for a cause. Um, and, you know, Ed, before I go to Jill, maybe I'll just uh, hover over that fundraising thing, because, you know, as chair of the board, I know this is something you're very dedicated to. We as an organization struggle with funding from uh, from state uh, contracts. We always will. They, You know, they've been good to us, but they haven't been as good as they could have been, I guess I would say, in terms of the funding that we get. So we have to supplement some of those finances with fundraising efforts like this how important do you see these kind of events for the overall uh philosophy of uh, of philanthropy well i like that alliteration what is the, the philosophy of philanthropy
1: <laughs> yeah i think as an agency and as a board specifically in my role you know we instill an expectation on the board that um, we have a hundred percent participation in our all our philanthropy and fundraising efforts, and that allows the board to contribute and participate at levels they're comfortable with. And I think the Falmouth Road Race is just one of those ways that folks can be involved. Um, you know, I know our golf tournament is coming up. That's another way that folks can be involved. And I think the th- you know, as we look at Falmouth uh, writ large, you know, in terms of an agency and organization, um, I think there's more that can be done. Uh, and I think uh, providing um, the, the agency sort of that lookout, like, oh, BAM he's represented at this very prestigious race that happens every year. And it's happened for you know, many decades now. Um, and that if we continue growing bibs and uh, access to that, then I think that's going to uh, continue to see the growth that we're not just having four or five, but maybe we get up to seven next year and then 10 the year after. And that allows for more additional fundraising to take place.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. I mean, when um, I'm also a um, survivor of the Boston Marathon on a number of occasions, and I think, you know, I'm always struck by the fact there's probably, you know, 120 Dana-Farber people running in unison with their their bibs on. It's just such a powerful message about, you know, what that organization means to to Boston itself. Um, so, Jill, you are running Falmouth. Is this is the first time for you, right?
2: It is. Um, and and you mentioned that there's a spectrum of runners' ability. I'm on the spectrum of my goal is to finish vertically, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, um, you know, I've run races. Um, I I have done, I did the hundredth Boston marathon. So that was quite a few years ago and I've done some half marathons, but um, since I've hit 50 um, it's, it's less um, appealing to run the races. (laughs) So um, this is going to be a challenge, but it will be fun. Um, I I live in Cape Cod and I've never done the the Falmouth road race, but it's been, um, you know, it's quite the, um event in on the cape so i am looking forward to it
0: yeah and i think you know i know that you've been um, sort of uh thinking about running 50 marathons in 50 weeks but you obviously decided not to do that <laughs> you know for your 50 i'm just saying <laughs> no,
2: that that actually has never entered my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think people, uh, Jill is 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 been very uh, shy shine retiring. She is a uh, I think she's somebody that gets up at four o'clock every morning to exercise. So I think you're going to be fine. <laughs> but as we, I think that's a I think what you were talking about, Ed, is it is 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 interesting. We are in the midst of hiring <clears throat> a VP. Of philanthropy you have uh really spread through the board this sort of notion of total giving which you mentioned before um we're also really interested in our workforce as well and and, and them participating in getting involved and um, you know i think about um our um, uh, um our efforts to fundraise with some of our local partners um and we you know i think it's that philosophy of giving that we're trying to instill here and when we talk about what we do with money and and i think this is important you know we're really trying to instill this um this philosophy of every dollar is a is a, is a necessary dollar for this organization and we should be really mindful about how we manage our resources in the organization especially when things are pretty tight with the with the state you know when you rely on the state it's a regular stream of income but it it, it's short a little bit so that idea of raising funds so that we can you know make the services that we have better Mm -hmm. so i always think about it in terms of how do we how do we become as competitive as we can in the in a very tight labor market which we definitely have at the moment and also one of the things that we should be really proud of at this organization is the facilities that we have i had the pleasure yesterday of visiting five different locations uh in our service area capped off by the way by visiting boundary street which is our newest building uh which is i would i would recommend that we have an open house when, when, when we open Foundry Street because it is it honestly it's a, a place out of home and garden when you see it especially when all of the the work that we've had to do with the wetlands. but that doesn't happen uh, without the resources to, to do the work. Um, and I will say and, and, and this is I'm not going to name any names but I spent a lot of time as a crisis, psychiatric crisis clinician in Boston visiting group homes going to group homes to evaluate people. And oftentimes you'd step over the threshold and you'd think, oh, really? These people deserve more than this. The facilities look worn out, they look tired. Um, One thing that BAMSI, and and I shouldn't say I'm proud of it because it's really nothing to do with me because it's the history of BAMSI, has been that we provide people with exceptional places to live. And Jill, I know that you're division it it, it speaks to your division more than any other and um and and that really is about being able to raise funds being able to do that little bit more not having to have you know 20 year old facilities that haven't had capital improvements for 15 years that kind of thing um jill i mean you this is your purview i mean you have to have some feeling of pride when you cross a threshold of one of our houses right
2: Absolutely. Um, You know, I think Foundry Street was um, a really great example of our processes constantly being improved upon. Um, This Foundry Street was, um, you know, in the works for many years, just because of um, some uh, red tape, a little red tape with the the town. Um, (laughs) But it was a great partnership with Global Properties, um, our facilities department, we involved um, Dr. Roberts, who's our um, clinical director um, and in our operations and nursing teams. Um, and we looked at how we can set up the, 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 um, the, the, the layout of the home in a way that reduces the cognitive load for our person served. How do you make um, the access really easy? Um, So little things with, you know, what rooms, um, the sequence of the rooms down the hall, um, the angles of the doorway, um, the height of countertops. I mean, all of that was um, a team decision um, with clinical and, and nursing and, and the, the, the property, the builders. So it was, it was a great partnership. Um, and I think, you know, that that has been the history of our approach. But, you know, every time we do a build, you learn something new. Um, and I think, you know, Foundry Street really uh, showcases some of that collaborative effort.
0: Well, I think when you work with Global Properties and um, and Joe, pollution uh, and his brother, we've worked with them so long that they understand our needs and they're completely able to be flexible and one of the stories i heard was that we knew we knew we had to sort of have a bariatric room um and so they'd already hung the door a single door but they were able to make a double swing door that came in which met the needs of the individual you know we've got some of those hoyer lifts going in that are, that are absolutely well they're able to take up to 650 pounds um, and, and, and the other thing I really like about the place is that we're building in um, for the progression of age with people because many people who don't know Bamsey so well, uh, may be not aware of, but some of our folks have been with us for 30, 35 years uh, existing in, in our homes uh, and have lived a full life in our homes. And they've been able to do that because we've been able to provide the facilities and their needs you know as they age in place and that's a very um, popular phrase at the moment in, in across the board but certainly is with our folks right that continued continuity of uh, of environment that feeling of being home that ability to be home without having to to you know uh, move in, into into another facility so i think you know um that all sort of goes back to our ability to fundraise our ability to create unrestricted funds and uh this coming monday i think ed um and i do remember i think last year the uh golf tournament took place the day after the falmouth road race and i remember is that right because uh, i remember you looking very tired that day <laughs> but but we're also um down in norton uh, uh having our golf tournament um and i believe um you're playing with a foursome, i
1: i am i'm bringing a foursome and we're gonna make sure we get our money's worth for sure by uh hitting a lot of balls uh and just having a good time in in spirit and support of a great cause for Bamsey. so
0: does that suggest you're gonna lose a lot of balls or...
1: <laughs> oh i plan on it it's gonna i haven't had a chance to pick up my sticks all summer it's been a busy one as you know so um i'm gonna just go and have a good time with friends and uh folks who are supporting BAMSI and look forward to seeing folks on Monday. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah. We've got a lot of uh, volunteers um, this year and we'll all be decked out in, I think it's called Murphy green uh, this year. And I, 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 all of the volunteers got their shirts. Um, one thing that we did last year, uh, Ed, um, if you remember, Jill, were you there last year? I'm just trying to, remember. yeah. Do you remember the Canon? um yes one of the holes that's right you played with without forcing. Yeah. yes um, i
2: hit it really far that time <laughs>
0: <laughs> well for those who don't know and i didn't know until i saw it on one of the holes there's a massive cannon thing that you put a golf ball in and it shoots it if that's the right word it shoots it like 300 yards or something like that and apparently that counts as a shot
2: and <laughs> uh, it's straight <laughs> Yeah,
0: and it goes uh, and I think it goes for $25 you could buy uh, a cannon shot for 25 dollars the other thing that we do at the golf tournament which is a lot of fun is you can actually buy a mulligan which is really my idea of good golf right so you if you're if you're willing to pay up front and again i think that's 25 per mulligan you can actually have a shot back which i don't think the pga or the live now uh would actually tolerate but we do at this golf tournament right ed
1: yes uh, i'll buy all of them actually so <laughs> Be happy to do that and have a nice big eraser for my scorecard so all good
0: and i think i think um you know it, it we were a little bit worried because we've changed venues this year we we had been down um on the cape uh for quite a few years actually but we changed things up and this time we're at uh, the norton course which i think is a pga approved course it is
1: um, it's a it's a tour course beautiful pristine uh I certainly don't belong on it but I'll be happy to to do it for Bamsy that day so
0: well I'm not playing because I know I don't <laughs> I don't belong on that um but I, I do think we have a few I think we have about 78 golfers we were aiming for around 90 so we're not far off we still do have a few slots available for folks uh if you go to uh my Bamsy uh, .org sorry bamsey.org on the external you'll see the um the golf tournament uh, details you'll also see uh the runners it's also on mybamsey.org. you'll see each runner and their fundraising page so i would advise people to uh, uh donate to mine uh, rather than ed's and jills no <laughs> that's not fair <laughs> uh but you will see david and ed and jill's uh, pages up there and uh, it's all going to a good cause. It goes to unrestricted funds that allows us to do some of the things that we have done so wonderfully with Foundry Street. And again, I do think we should invite homes and gardens to come do a walkthrough uh, of that place because it, it could be on one of those te- uh, television shows. They've done such a wonderful job. And we're looking forward to our first folks moving in. Um, Jill, around September, mm-hmm. is that right?
2: That That is the goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that's a, a great thing for Bamsi. So um, uh, the date is the twenty-first of uh, August, and it's. I think we have to be down there early in the morning, around right about. Is it super the-
1: super early? Yeah, yeah. So that we get on the buses that takes us down to Woods Woods Hole, and uh, we wait for uh, the staggered start, and the faster folks go in the front. The rest of us, including me, will go in the back, and we will just enjoy the seven-mile journey from Woods Hole to Fal- to Falmouth Heights Beach. I think is what it's called. Um, but it's a beautiful run. First part is three miles, very hilly, so it's you get it right away. <laughs> then is a good four. Uh, I'm sorry, another two miles, two three miles along the beach, and then and the last mile is hilly. With that final hill up for seven miles and it's a, quite a view once you get there so um if it's a hot hazy hot humid day like it's been the last uh, few years then training in the hot and humid weather is a good thing for us right now so well i'll get started then <laughs> and i don't know i, I don't know, i think we're all
0: um uh, veterans of boston but on the, on the occasions that I've run Heartbreak Hill, there's always been a wedding going on. So these runners will run up Heartbreak Hill and get married halfway up, which is just extraordinary. I wonder if that's going to happen on the, on the 21st. You
1: never know. I wouldn't put it past folks.
0: <laughs> and we're expecting uh, about 10,000 runners, I think you said, didn't you?
1: Yes. Yeah, they're back to 10,000. I think in the few last few years of the COVID, they were down to 7,000 to reduce the, um, the stress of, having all those folks packed in like sardines, but I guess we're back. So here we go.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for giving up a few minutes to talk about the uh, exciting event on the 21st and the golf tournament. And we got the Foundry Street in there as well. So I think we covered rather a lot. So thank you so much for your time guys. And I'll see you on the course in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Thanks everybody. Thanks. Bye-bye.